Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. Wanted to welcome you all to a, a new episode. Um, we just want to continue thanking all of our guests and our you know listeners for always tuning in. As we've shared in the past, if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you, none of us, um, this, all of this wouldn't happen. And so again, my, from myself and Pete, thank you. As you know, last week was a very touchy um, and heartfelt um, um, episode, an episode that I believe um, our, us, along with many of our listeners, um, have taken the time to listen. Um, but we also, we've also gotten feedback to continue um, with the dialogue um, that we started off with last week. Isn't that right, Pete? That's right. And so tonight's episode is entitled, What's in Your Heart? Part 2. What's in Your Heart? Part 2. As you all know that the heart is a very sensitive, a very warm, but also can be a cold uh, um, organ. Um um, a place where we either hold good or bad situations. Um, the heart is an organ that actually um, can pump blood, of course, and can usually last, um, if I'm not mistaken, Pete, mm-hmm. even when the body um, um, slows down, so to speak, the heart continues to pump, mm-hmm. correct? It continues to pump. And usually it's one of the last to go, right? Other than hearing, mm-hmm. the heart is usually the last to go. So tonight's topic again, as we've discussed, is um, what's on your heart. Um, where do you think we need to go with this, Pete? Because um, when I think of what we discussed last, we talked about us as men and um, our emotions mm-hmm. and how sometimes it's very difficult to share our emotions. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes... With sharing our emotions can stem from our past history, whether it's with trauma, family history, or even lack mm-hmm. of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say on that, Pete? With your experience working with people on a regular basis, what would you say about that? I know last week we talked about a lot of... Uh, a lot of men who don't necessarily share everything or share the way they truly feel, but we may have alienated a lot of uh, a lot of um, uh, those who does uh, the, a lot of those who do uh, share. A lot of men who actually uh, you know they they wear their heart on their sleeve, so they always tend to share a lot about how they really feel about someone, and sometimes they get shut down, and that's and that's. Part of the reason uh, a lot of men don't necessarily go at it because sometimes the ego won't allow you to get shut down just like that. That's why when you are truly in the zone, um, sharing uh, to someone that you really care about or sharing about what's happening in your heart in general is something that requires a lot of um, emotional attachment and a lot of um, vulnerability. And a lot of men don't like to feel that way. But... On the other hand, there are some who do who don't mind feeling that way for someone they really care about. So that's something that we definitely should tap into a little more today because I uh, one of the things, even in therapy, that you find is that 
it takes men a little longer to really start talking about some other things uh, that you know that are bothering them. But when you do couples, especially if it's the man's idea, which happens more than you know we could imagine, so they kind of just start right off the bat and tell them exactly what's bothering them, exactly what's going on, exactly how they feel, and how to fix uh, what's happening. So that's uh, that's something we you know we definitely should look into. And to see how can we uh, uh, help more guys to do that, and what are the good and the bad in doing that, you know? Because, <laughs> yeah, we, we we can. Some people may may argue that oh, there's no there's no bad in there's no downside in some in a man sharing all his feelings. Yes, there is, but we'll get into that a little, a little later. But the the idea is there's there's an up and downside in just about everything. But the thing is, we just have to see how can we balance that and see if we can not only get the men to get the help they need in order to open up a little more, but also to know when to and when not to share. That's good. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Just to piggyback on what you said, which which kind of just. Um... Um, struck, which caught my attention was when you said we talked about words. Mm-hmm. And you know how that, you know, there's a saying, sticks and stone may break my bones, but words may never hurt. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, when you think about emotions, us as men, we tend to like, you know, we can say, I, I forgive, but we never forget. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, we find that, you know, ladies in particular, you know, you, you know, they may go through trauma, but they're willing to try again. Mm-hmm. You know, they're willing to give a second chance, but sometimes us as men, especially when it comes to relationships, we're reluctant because we're like, I'm not going to allow this to happen a second time. Exactly. Yeah. So the question is, we talked about love and unconditional love, but is it really unconditional love um, uh, um, that we're afraid to tap into? Because it seems as if us as men, when we've had that opportunity, again, talking about what's on your heart, when you do take the opportunity to give your all, and it seems as if your heart has been crushed. Mm-hmm. One, maybe the healing hasn't taken place because we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas women may discuss, talk to their friends, um, get the help. Where us as men don't necessarily do that because it's more of shame, embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And so rather than healing, we become cold hardened and then we go on in life and possibly never tap into that unconditioned because we may feel as if no one, no other, all women will treat us the same. Exactly. Or the same thing will happen again. Um, it's funny though, we say that because we may gamble. Here's the thing, we may gamble on taking the chance if we failed on jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, what else? Um, uh, hobbies. Yeah. One thing I think about is stocks. Just one example, you know, this is mm-hmm. we may think of gifts like, hey, I might lose this, but I'll go again. Mm-hmm. I might lose it all. Mm-hmm. I've been hurt, mm-hmm. you know. So Sports, why is you know? it then that, you know, it's not the same? Why is it that we may not necessarily do, use the same things? Or, you know, we don't have those same feelings or those same thoughts when it comes to relationships. Well, the thing is, <clears throat> a lot of that has to do with um, how we're built. You know, if somebody does something, it's like, the thing is, even, even when two men have... Um, have a relation like a relationship like to a friendship or you know one might hurt the other and then they basically dust it off and and once you know they talk about it or they fight or they do whatever it is that they're gonna do 
arguing about it, they dust it off and then just get back and then move on as if nothing happened. Versus, it, I think it, the idea too is it's a relationship with a woman, whether it's a woman too, because two female friends getting them to get back together rarely happens after they had a big argument. They could look at each other in the eyes as you know and and act like they they don't care anymore or they don't want to be the friends anymore because of one or two things that happened. Now, granted, every relationship is different, but now if we're tapping into men and women now, there is that thing. Sometimes, sometimes the idea, uh, like if they're having an argument for, for whatever reason, the, the women tend to go a little far with the argument as far as how they go. Now, it's not the, whether or not they're right, it's okay, but sometimes they do attack. They feel like you bigger. I have to attack you for you to feel it. And they don't realize sometimes what they say because you care about them, it hurts more than if a stranger said it. You see what I mean? So now when they say that, you realize, okay, she would do or say anything to hurt me because we're having this argument. Whether I did something wrong or you know something happened between us that was the reason we're having this argument, she will go as far as she can in order to make sure that I feel the pain that she felt. And that sometimes stops a guy from reconciling to in order to really, because it's not so much you're putting your, yourself down, but it's more like you have to be vulnerable. Like I mentioned earlier, you have to be in a, in a mind where you feel uh, bad and ashamed. And some men just are not willing to go that far to especially with this, to get in the same relationship, let alone another, another relationship that might end up the same way. So they, they, they tend to hold back and do it and play the hard uh, surface you know, in, in order to, you know, to protect themselves. You know, so that, that, uh, that hard exterior that men tend to put up is kind of like a defense mechanism in order to protect them from you know, whatever else. You know, they'll be upset at you before anything really happens. Or they'll get into an argument before you get into an argument with them. Or they'll say something before you say something. That way they want to feel like, okay, they're in control. When in reality, nobody is at that point. That's true. I mean, you know, going back to this vulnerability and being able to share, um, you said something which is, which is, you know, you nailed it on the spot for many men. And we can look at ourselves as well as sharing because we may be afraid that if we ever get into an argument, you may bring up that same point mm-hmm. and this happens a great deal you know as um significant others you know that i shared this with you and you would throw that back in my face yeah and expecting me to still wake up the next day or next week and get over it mm-hmm. but not realizing that one i never enjoyed sharing one because it's difficult yeah and when i do share now you you say these things or you, you say something in it, the heat of the moment yeah. And remember, words that you spew out can't come back, and I'm left in that same situation. And thinking to myself, why did I say this to you? Why did I allow myself to be open? Again, I understand, you know, for us men, in general, speaking as, you know, as, as, as men, um, it happens, you know. Um, we do get to that place to where you start thinking, you know, I should have never said that. Yeah. I should have never told you. Mm-hmm. 
And that even if that relationship is not repaired and they split, that man will take that information, that mentality to the next relationship. And that wow. say, that next person will never know them fully like the previous person. Even if the, the new person never intend to do anything to hurt this person or will never do what this person just did. But at, uh, because of that experience, you now have a fractured heart who's going to go over to the next uh, relationship and not wanting to open up no matter how much it hurts, no matter how hard things get, no matter how much she pushes in or she chiseled in, tried to get to know him, it's going to be a, a, a bad precedent in that new relationship from the get-go. So now, does that mean uh, men, after you get hurt, you should never again to relationships anymore? No, that's not that's not what I'm saying at all. But it is a little a lot harder to get. It's the same thing for women. If they're hurt or they're betrayed by a man, by the time they get to the next relationship, you basically picking up pieces, okay? Trying to fix, trying to uh, trying to be a better person for this person. It's gonna be a little tough because they can't trust you. Or, you know, they can't trust you as a man, but not necessarily you. They might like you, love you, or even trust you 100%. But as far as sharing certain things that might be, that might come back and hunt them later on, as soon as you're upset or you're having an argument, that will be a little harder to unlock. Yeah, yeah. And I think when, when we're going back to sharing, you find that it's difficult for men after that situation to even go into counseling and share because it's like, why am I sharing this with you now? I'm already angry. I'm upset. So it's almost as if it's a, um, a double whammy. Mm-hmm. One, um, I share this with the love, you know, the one that I, you know, that I love. I've been backstabbed. How do I know that you as a counselor aren't going to use that against me in a way as well? Or how can I trust that you know what's best mm-hmm. and that you're going to really help me get through this. Yeah, and some of them would walk in, they have the mentality that you're going to take the other party's side as opposed to actually trying to help both of them. When in reality, you sort of have to take both sides in, in, in a matter of speaking. You you have to take her side and ask the hard questions to the man and you have to take his side and ask the hard questions to the guy. And at the end of the day, hopefully they're, they're, there's a reunion at the end and you know we can settle things in and help each other. But if things are only looking, okay, yeah, um, this is just going to be a weapon for you to use against me, there's no way it's going to happen. As a matter of fact, I've had couples who walk in there and just sit there and uh, sit there while the woman is, is sharing. The dude says nothing the whole, the whole session just because he doesn't want to admit anything that's going to haunt him after he leaves the office. <laughs> Because you, you, you would think, okay, yeah, I'm, this is a safe space, which we try to make them feel. But then if you do have a partner who has the habit of bringing that back, even after they're getting therapy and all that stuff to help, that relationship is already fractured and it's going to be tough for them to recover if one cannot, lay, well, if one cannot lay down their sword, be, you know, or, or lower their defense mechanism because of their past. Again, you know, as we know as men, we've always been heard the three Ps, mm. you know, especially as you're older and when you decide to have a family, it's to protect, to provide, and to be a priest. It's never discussed feelings. Mm-hmm. It's never been taught as us to um, share and express 
and to talk about those things. We've always been taught to protect, provide, priest. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, it's almost like service. Yeah. Serving, serving. But are we truly serving ourselves emotionally? Are we getting the service that we need emotionally? Um, now, to understand, one, what those positions mean, and two, what are those positions, what are the meaning behind those positions, and how will it help us become better? And again, it's, all, it's also important for us as men to truly take the time to either um, find out where we are emotionally in a relationship, and also um, conversing with our loved ones. And if not, and if not in a relationship, or were, you know, if you were in a relationship, things are not the way that it was, um, possibly, one, praying about it, you know, mm-hmm. and two, finding someone that can assist because, again, um, while those three um, things are very vital in a relationship, but your heart is more important because if that's not working the way that it should, mm-hmm. then it's going to be difficult for all the others um, to really take place and work like it should. And therefore, it's worth living. You're absolutely right. Um, the thing is, sometimes we don't think you know, how far to get certain things before we actually do it, and then it ends up badly. I have seen couples who um, who would push each other's buttons, uh, and, you know, and sometimes it's just to see, you know, how much one can handle, which can be fine, I guess, in the right circumstances, but at the same time, in getting to know someone, you sort of figure that out. So if you purposely do it because you want to hurt them uh, because they've done something to you or you... Uh, or you're going through something and this is the best way you can feel better, that might be a little more problem in your relationship than you think. Um, you know, Once you find out each other's vulnerability, it's up to you to protect them with that information, not just the inf- passing on the information, but knowing what they've gone through, you are in a, a much better position to offer a certain help. But if you take that information to hurt them instead, you are basically single-handedly breaking the person and ruin them for anyone else. Because even if that relationship doesn't work out and they move on to someone else, those baggages, especially if they have not dealt with them, they bring them over untreated and they will just basically hurt someone else or or you know mess up someone else's life. Uh, so we, we have to really be, be um, serious and be... Uh, very careful about the information we ask, especially when you ask someone to open up and try to uh, figure out some of the deepest secrets that they have hidden, or whether it's because they're ashamed of it or because it just hurts so much that their subconscious decided to put it you know, in the back burner. If you want to unveil those information, yes, it's okay to do that uh, you know, in order to get to another person and really know how they are. But once you get that information, you have to, you have to um, be like Spider-Man. You know, uh, what's the word? Um, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Because with all this information, you are now the most powerful person in the person's life to both hurt them and help them. What will you do with that information? Are you gonna hurt them, whether because you hurt or because they did something to you, and now you have to retaliate by? Um, using that information and push it and shove it back in their faces, it, you know, or are you going to be 
the bigger person because you know, nobody's asking anyone to be the bigger person but is that what you would do because you love that person so much regardless what happened between you now that's something that can be fixed instead of breaking both parties because if you're broken because of something he did and you break him too now think and imagine what is left between two broken people and one of them could actually be intentionally now granted we're not talking about the first mistake or the second mistake what we're saying is it is important to really create an environment where you can share with each other instead of using the information to hurt each other because at the end of the day somebody's gonna end up broken and messed up for the other party are you the one doing it or is the other party the one doing it that is your choice anyway i just wanted to point that out before we finish for today but as we finish i also want to remind everybody i am remarkably made you are remarkably made we're all remarkably made and therefore it's worth living Thank you.